Hi everybody, my name is Bill Vitiello from the Victory Bank. I'm the Director of Institutional Relationships. Welcome to this episode of Chamber Chat and I am in a really special space. Uh, I don't know if you guys recognize the campus. Am I giving it away a little bit? Anyway, this is probably gonna be one of the best episodes. I mean, we think all of the episodes are good, but this is a really cool space. One that just opened recently. The community loves it and it's great for the town of Pottstown. We are here at Montgomery County Community College and we're going to the Challenger Center. Haley, roll the intro. Okay, everybody, welcome to the Challenger Center. I believe we are prepared for launch. And we're headed up to see Kevin O'Rangers. Kevin is the, oh, there he is. I'll just let him introduce himself. Hey, Bill, how you doing? Good, Good how to are you? Good to see you. Good to see you. Yeah, my name's Kevin O'Rangers. Uh, I, um, of course, uh, work for Montgomery County Community College. I'm the Director of Educational Engagement and Innovation, of which the new Challenger Learning Center at Monco Pottstown is under my purview as part of our educational partnerships division. Well, let's take, take us in, show us around. Absolutely, yeah. well, first off, welcome in. Thank you. Um, the Challenger Center uh, resides in the college's former sustainability hub building. It actually occupies our first two floors uh, within the hub. Where you are standing now is sort of our main area when all of our students and our teachers uh, come in, they'll come into this space and we will welcome them uh, by heading into what we call our ready room, otherwise known as our briefing room. So our students, again, and our teachers, they will come in. We typically will line them up in this space. Uh, teachers send with them something that we call uh, a, a crew manifest. That crew manifest is a delineation of nine total jobs as part of this experience. So teachers either assign those jobs to those students or uh, in really fantastic cases, the students will ask the, excuse me, the teacher will ask the students to uh, essentially apply for each of the roles. Uh, once we divide them up into their individual tasks and teams, each student will get one of these, which is a job lanyard. Notice uh, on this lanyard, you'd see a symbol for med, that would be the med team. We have navigation teams, we have communication teams, we have life support teams you name it. Every possible job that's part of a modern-day NASA mission, whether that's to near-Earth orbit, uh, to the International Space Station, or future uh, actually going to the moon as part of the Artemis mission. All of those roles and responsibilities are detailed as part of our missions. And our schools this year had a, have an opportunity to take part in the first of what are four total Challenger Learning Center missions. Uh, this year's mission and uh, as part of our inaugural operational year is Lunar Quest, where we give our students an opportunity to actually travel out to the moon, construct and build a rover, uh, launch that rover onto the surface of the moon looking for something called a lava tube. Uh, and again, in our, our coming operational years, our coming academic years, we will have four total missions to offer to teachers, as well as a series of virtual missions should schools not be able to come uh, to the Challenger Learning Center here on our Pottstown campus at the college. So Ke Kevin, why is it called the Challenger Learning Center? Yeah, it's a great question, Bill. And again, I was uh, about to point out um, these folks here, we all uh, 
I'm dating myself and a good portion of adults in your Me as audience. Well. Yes. Um, we remember that uh, that cold day in January. Yeah. Um, the Challenger shuttle crew was on their way out uh, to orbit the Earth. Um, as part of that crew, we had Krista McAuliffe, who was NASA's first citizen teacher astronaut, which was going to be an amazing experience. Krista and crew were preparing to actually teach a series of lessons on board the space shuttle. We all know what happened. Unfortunately, the crew perished uh, upon launch. Uh, and immediately thereafter, all the families of the astronauts came together as a way to, if you will, pay it forward. They wanted to provide opportunities for future generations of students to take part in a myriad of different kinds of uh, STEM fields and STEM careers, giving them an opportunity at an early age to get involved in what would be the future and what currently is our future. So again, we'd like to say the, the Challenger Learning Center is a living memorial to the shuttle crew, but there's now over 40 Challenger Learning Centers across the United States. We are the newest and we are the first of its kind in the state of Pennsylvania. So we're very proud. And it's, uh, and it's right here in Potsdam. Right here in Potsdam. <laughs> love it. What better love location. It. Yeah. So Bill, if you'll follow me, we'll actually take a journey as our students would. Um, our, our students are broken up into two teams. Of course, we have a mission control team. We have a team of astronauts. But we're going to stop in our first space, something we're very proud of, which is our mission control, where all the magic happens, where our students will be, again, controlling that mission uh, to the moon in this case. You'll notice that mission control is chock full of the necessary computers and equipment that are needed to run a modern space mission. Uh, again, this space, mission control, uh, we had a... Uh, the um, Challenger Learning Center network has a very special benefactor, and that's Jeff Bezos's Blue Origins. So as a nod to Blue Origins, um, the new mission controls uh, at all of the networks, those that will actually house a new mission control, and for us, since we're the most recent in the network, we actually have a mission control that is just like uh, Blue Origins mission control, all the way down to the seats, the tables, and our computer equipment is about as modern as it gets, and as future forward as it gets. And as you see, as you pan uh, in front of every good mission control are a series of monitors. We have a data select monitor that gives us an opportunity to monitor all of our missions in real time. Our mission status is a countdown clock, gives us an opportunity to know where we are within a mission. Our SC Cam 2 is our, our uh, spacecraft camera. We have two of those. So our mission controllers are monitoring our astronauts in the spacecraft in real time. We're, are we actually going to the spacecraft? We're actually going to the oh, spacecraft next, but it. first we're gonna take a rocket ship ride. Nice. And Bill, you'll notice the graphics as we uh, uh, stroll through the Challenger Learning Center. They were designed to be a future forward launch facility. So everything all the way down to the nuts and bolts of the HVAC equipment in the ceiling, as well as our graphics are designed to bring the experience to life for our students. Uh, and our community. Where we are walking right now is our, what we call our gantry way. Uh, our first stop for our astronauts is in our, our transport vehicle, which will become a rocket ship ride for all of our student astronauts. Look at that, you need security clearance. Gotta right have there. a security pass to get in. So as you come in, Bill, you are now entering our transport vehicle. We like to call it our space launch system after uh, NASA's newest fleet of rockets, also called Space Launch System, or SLS. You'll notice the metallic jump chairs, so all of our students have an opportunity to come in, uh, to hop into their chair. They will don their lap belt or their seat belt, and we begin a three and a half minute experience where they get an opportunity to understand 
what it's like to actually travel on a rocket out to near-Earth orbit. Their goal as part of the Lunar Quest mission, particularly for our NAV team, is to rendezvous with a lunar lander that has been sent out in orbit uh, ahead of this crew. Uh, and it gives them a full experience of understanding the many stages that are involved in not just getting to near-Earth orbit, but also eventually to the surface of the moon. Bill is part of every good uh, scientific mission, uh, particularly a space mission to the moon, is your experience in getting on board the spacecraft. And that is through our airlock. <laughs> so welcome to the spacecraft, Bill. Our transport vehicle gives us an opportunity to get out to near Earth orbit, but the magic truly begins. <laughs> I'm locked out of the spacecraft, Kevin. <laughs> uh, we have to repressurize our, our airlock. Hang tight, Bill, let me open again. <laughs> I'm coming right. in this time. I can't, I can't uh, miss no the problem. mission. <laughs> and again, as mentioned, the students come into their airlock. We give them instructions in terms of beginning their mission, and the magic happens through our secondary airlock door. So, Bill and guests, welcome to the spacecraft. As you'll see when you come in, future forward spacecraft chock full of activity stations. All of those stations are geared to uh, the nine different roles or responsibilities or jobs uh, that our astronauts will take on. As I mentioned a little bit earlier, med team, bio team, weather team, life support team, keeping us alive. Different what we call lovingly our sandboxes and our glove boxes that all have uh, standards align uh, STEM activities. What you're looking at there, for instance, uh, which is part of our bot team, they're actually uh, looking at solar irradiance. They're measuring the functionality of solar panels. So for a lot of our students, this is their first time of understanding just basic electrics. So giving them an opportunity to uh, take leads and go to positive and negative leads and see whether or not the panels are functional. For our weather team, they're truly doing solar irradiance. They have an opportunity of uh, measuring the power that is required on board our spacecraft. So they have an opportunity to look at and again do calculations based on solar irradiance. This gives an angle of the sun. So solar panels would of course when they are uh, away from the sun, the level of amps um, that is produced is, is nil. And as those panels are rotated towards the sun, the level of amps go up. So again, very basic, yet super important for our students, opportunities to use equipment and have experiences, real world experiences like they would find in a current day career or as part of a space mission. And Bill, again, all of these activities, some of our sensitive activities involve the use of a glove box. So our students uh, have an opportunity to use these glove boxes. They typically work together in teams of two or three. They have an opportunity to take turns, to record data, to do calculations. Again, they are doing all of the things that are necessary to create a successful space mission, and in this case, a mission to the moon. An example here is an activity sheet. Again, what we like to do as flight directors is we don't tell the students how to do this work. It is their job as astronauts to follow those directions, to work collaboratively, to communicate effectively, to do all of their specific roles that are involved in a total space mission. So we're teaching what we used to refer to as soft skills, which are now hard skills. Things like, again, effective communication, collaboration, teamwork, respect, responsibility, several character traits that are necessary and needed to be, a, a, to be and to create a successful space mission, as well as to be an astronaut or a mission control specialist. 
So you still have a number of stations that are around here, right? Is that robotics Indeed. behind you there? Indeed. Behind us is the bot uh, station. Again, the bot team will have several activities. One of their activities, uh, they will be using the robotic arms. They'll be testing the weight of different kinds of rock, in this case, moon rock. They'll also be literally testing the robotic arm out using um, measured weights to understand, again, the importance of balance with a robotic arm. And these are not easy to use. They're super, super sensitive. They're not necessarily kid toys. We, we didn't create anything in this space, and Challenger didn't. Um, that would be, if you will, kiddie. We're trying to create real-world environment for all of our students, giving them an opportunity to see themselves reflected, potentially, uh, in a future STEM career. Things like engineering, mechanics, basic electronics and electricity are all, all part of this experience. And the last stop, Bill, is over at the flight deck. And this is the area where our flight uh, directors, um, we have a really fantastic crew here at the Challenger Learning Center. It's led by Annalise Giuliani. She's our program manager, and Anjali Aker is our program coordinator. Um, they are chock full of experience in working with classrooms full of students. Um, the Challenger Learning Center primarily is geared for grades five through eight. We are working on complementary programming for grade th uh, three to five. Uh, and of course, we are building out a series of other kinds of adult-based activities. So we're working on opportunities for team building using this fantastic space in this center for our adult audiences as well. So that's great. So I know that that I know will probably be used by uh, corporations and local businesses to build that team effect. But the majority of what you're doing now is definitely through the schools. Absolutely, our primary concentration is on working with schools across Montgomery County, but our range is actually all seven counties. So we cover all of Southeast, uh, Southeastern Pennsylvania. To the date uh, of this recording, we've served well over 2,500 students from across all seven counties. Again, our primary concentration has been here in Montgomery County. We've had a great partnership with our local school district, of course, our Pottstown School District, led by Superintendent Rodriguez. They've been outstanding. We've had an opportunity to fly classes in fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade uh, here in Pottstown. Again, uh, what we'd like to say to anybody that is interested in booking a mission here at Challenger Learning Center, we're very easy to find. Um, we need a minimum of 10 students, and we can fly a maximum of up to 48. But we like to say that our, our primary area is generally around 30 to 35 students, provides we feel for the best possible experience. To get in touch with us to book a Challenger Learning Center mission, super easy. mc3.edu backslash challenger. That'll take you right to our website. You'll be able to understand the missions that we offer. Currently, this academic year of 22-23, we're offering Lunar Quest. In academic year 2023-2024, uh, 20, uh, we'll be expanding to a second mission, very much likely to be Earth Odyssey, which is a brand new mission for Challenger Learning Center Network. Very cool. I know when we did the test mission, we were exploring the lava tubes, which even for a grown adult was pretty cool. Indeed. It was pretty cool. So I would, be, I would encourage anybody who's interested, if you're watching or listening to this podcast, to certainly reach out to Kevin. So... Kevin, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. Anytime, Bill. We appreciate the opportunity. And all this right here in Pottstown. I right love here in it. Pottstown. I love it. Okay, everybody. Thank you so much to Kevin and Montgomery County Community College, the Challenger Center. Whew, this thing is cool. It's so cool. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Once again, my name is Bill Vitiello. I'm the Director of Institutional Relationships for the Victory Bank. And until we connect again, all my best. Bye for now.
For more information, visit www.mc3.edu slash challenger, email challenger at mc3.edu, or call 610-718-1938. Thank you for watching.